0: Welcome to the Furniture Artist Podcast, where Erin shares experiences, adventures, and challenges in the furniture artist life. If you love brushes and paint, and furniture is your canvas, you're in the right place. Now, here's Erin from the Bowtie Treasure Studio. Well, hello, friends. It is episode number 18. And as episode number 18 goes, I'm going to call this the end of season number one. Kind of surprised uh, that it's gone so quickly for me. But uh, as I look back, 18 episodes is pretty good. Did a, pretty much one a week. So it's been uh, a little while. But let's uh, end season number one with an interesting topic that really isn't so much about furniture artist life as much as it is just being a human, right? I was on a flight to North Carolina recently, and I, I, on the way to North Carolina, I actually had two flights. On the first flight, I found, myself, I found my seat, and the lady next to me stood up and let me into you know to my seat. I was down, I, l- I like the window. So she stood up and she said, is this your seat? She was being very nice. I said, I said, yes, it is. And then I said, so you must be my seat buddy. And she kind of laughed. And then we sat down, but you can kind of tell that she didn't really want to talk. But I at least started out with a light comment gesture, if you will. And of course, you know, we get in our seats, light takes off. And, uh, you know, and the sad thing is at this point in time, we're still wearing masks, so that doesn't help. I probably could have pushed for a conversation But there really wasn't that vibe, that conversation was what either of us wanted to do. So once we took off, I pulled out my laptop. At the time, I was headed to a funeral. So I was working on some photos for the program. And as a designer, it kind of fell on me to take care of that, which is fine. But overall, I don't fly a lot. But I would say that most strangers don't talk on a flight. I think you would agree. How about you? Maybe you like conversation. Do you like to talk? And do you find uh, maybe having conversation helps you on the flight? I don't know. So we landed and that was that, you know, no conversation. And I think maybe we joked a little bit at the very end, having to do with something the flight attendant said. I'm not sure. But again, no conversation really. The second leg of the, of my flying was totally a different experience. I had pretty much the same scenario. Found my seat. The young lady stood up and led me to my seat, again by the window. But just after I sat down, I noticed she had a Notre Dame backpack on the floor at her feet. So I made a comment about her school since my favorite college program, Clemson University, had beaten her team a few years earlier in the college football playoff, and this was in the Dallas Stadium, Dallas Cowboy Stadium. So, come to find out, she was at the same game I was. So, I was a fan of the game, but she was in the Notre Dame band section across the stadium. So, we had something in common right off the bat, which is really great. Whenever you're trying to have a conversation, sometimes you need that icebreaker. You need that something in common. But I'm sure even if I hadn't brought that up, I'm sure the same result would happen. We talked the whole flight. And I was blown away in retrospect after I left that flight. I couldn't believe how pleasant it was to have a conversation not to say I don't have conversations with people, but a conversation where there's two people discussing things, and we'll call it complete strangers having a conversation. I'm not suggesting that we have to have complete stranger conversations every day, but to have that conversation was just, um, there's something good in that. The soul felt good to have a conversation and express common interest and just talk about really anything from a standpoint of what does your family do? What do you do? What do you like to do? What are you in school for? Yes, we were still wearing masks, but that didn't seem to matter. The conversation went on and we talked the entire flight. So that was at least an hour's worth of conversation. And I imagine most people around us like, what's going on with those two? (laughs) Nobody else was talking. Of course, so we left the flight and said our safe, travels, safe travel comments, and we moved on. It took me a while to get over the fact that how impactful the conversation was to me. It was refreshing. It was enlight- enlightening. And I really craved that concept of, why don't I have more of those conversations? Why haven't I put myself in the position to have those conversations? I think that's what's really missing a lot in what we do from the day to day is the communication, the conversation. The human nature needs people. We need to connect. We need to engage one another. And I sense that in our current era, that communication has gone into a text, into a chat, maybe occasionally a phone call. But there's something about that human engagement with someone else that reinstil, um, reinstates in us kind of like that we are part of a community or part of a body of human beings that need one another. And it was just very refreshing. I feel that this is a situation that COVID has had a big impact on in the past year's. But I feel there are a lot of other factors that affect communication. As I mentioned, texting, chat, etc. You know, you look around when you're in the mall or in public, and you see people with their head down looking at their phone in crowds, wherever you might be. It's, it's kind of defeating the purpose of what we are meant to do, and that is to engage one another. This goes back to a previous podcast i had i have had about community we need to take interest in others and in turn they take interest in you and i think that's one thing i really like about the community the furniture artist community is that we share a common bond we share common interest that starts us off complimenting someone asking them how they're doing or asking them how they did their project for that matter There's something common there, and it's really important in our community to continue that. Maybe more opportunities to meet up and to have a cup of coffee and talk about our trade, talk about our struggles, talk about our family, whatever it might be. Find those common things that bond that community together. I've been painting furniture for six years, and it's a really great conversation starter. In a way, I'm sharing my work and you're sharing yours, which creates conversation. Um, We don't even have to be in the same town or the same country. We have something in common. We could talk about creativity, products, family, customers, and so much more. But what about the people that are not in our community? Meaning not in the furniture artist communication. Community. I think we have to go out of our way. I think we have to step out of our comfort zone. And because sometimes we live in our own little worlds, I think it's time for us to broaden our worlds, broaden our community more than just our little niche or our little tribe, if you will it's not like It's not like I don't talk to family and friends, but there's something about new conversations and getting to know others outside of your comfort zone so that's what I'm challenging you with is finding opportunities to create conversation with someone outside of your comfort zone? When you're standing in a long line, do you put your eyes to your phone and then try to escape the moment? Or do you strike up a conversation with the person near you? Sometimes it might be lighthearted. Sometimes it's common things. You're all waiting a long time. You know how that goes. But I feel like we're losing the art or the ability to talk to one another. Sometimes we look at conversations from I don't want to be bothered. But I think we're looking at this the wrong way. I think we need to look at a communication or conversation of it's possibly the person that we're near needs that. So basically, we don't keep others in mind. How will our conversation help the person we're near? It's possible they're not having a great day. Possible they need a smile. Possible they need conversation. And you just may be what they need that day to make their day, to make their moment brighter. I think we forget about that. I also want to touch base on the fact that I find that as we lose the opportunity to have conversations and to communicate in a personal way, we use places like social media or texting. And we use it in such a way that it it almost opens the door to not... It wouldn't be a conversation we would have in person. In other words, if I was standing next next to somebody, I probably wouldn't complain about something they're doing. But we find it easy to do in a a text or public social media platform. It's quite unfortunate. We criticize, complain. uh, But we also sometimes do it, we compliment as well. Don't get me wrong. But I feel like sometimes we don't keep others in mind with our words. How will they interpret it? Do they understand the tone and the meaning behind my words? Do they, I might meant it for a joke and they take it as serious. For example, we don't think about the impact that it has on the recipient. And we typically lash out when we feel like we've been hurt. And we try to get thousands or hundreds on our side, if you will. It's kind of unfortunate to a certain degree. But I think we forget about how our words, what our words mean. We're quick to comment and say something, but not so quick to interpret or think about the meaning of those words. Maybe I'll have a podcast conversation in season number two about also this uh, element about how words affect your brand. This is the furniture artist life after all, so how does our words affect our brand, our business side of things, the tone, and we use the words image and identity when we talk about branding. So again, we may have another conversation about that. Just keep in mind that what you say defines you and your brand. Kind, aggressive, passive, whatever it might be. Your brand is defined by you. And people get on pretty quick to whether you're authentic or not. So be very care- careful about that. Overall, let's all have the challenge to, to use and define opportunities to have a conversation. And it's not just to communicate. We can say words. Conversation is two-way. Maybe you start out with, how are you? Or are you having a good day? We like to use weather a lot. Sure is a nice day. Well, hope we don't get too bad of a storm later on, we try to find those common things. That's fine. Keep it up. It can be that you're looking for a conversational starter, maybe a compliment. Or you like your shoes. That's a cool tie. Hey, how long have you had that car? Or are uh, you doing okay today? How's the year treating you? There's a lot of ways to start. And then let the conversation happen. You never know what's gonna go. You may, um, you may be what that person needs at that moment in time. You don't know what you're, they're going through at all. They may be having a great day, they may have a super rough day, maybe the worst day of their life. But maybe you need that moment just as much as they do. Maybe you both do. So let's find opportunities to reach out and to communicate and have a conversation. If all you have is a phone call to a friend or family, that's great. Do it. If you're pumping gas, strike up a conversation. It might change your day. It might change their day or your life for the better. So as impactful as that conversation was, I hope I get to have another one down the road. You might make a friend out of it. You never know. But it just really made me think, I need to share this moment with you all and Go out and have a great conversation with someone today. Look for opportunities. And until next time, I'm Aaron here in the Bowtie Treasure Studio. Thank you so much for listening to season number one. I can't wait to get season number two started here in the near future. Until next time, take care, y'all. Thanks for listening to this episode. Be sure to check out our website, bowtietreasures.com. And if you're enjoying the podcast, please feel free to rate, subscribe, and leave a review wherever you listen to your podcasts. That way, other furniture artists like you can find the show. Thanks again for listening, and we'll catch you in the next episode.